0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This week on Spanky's Corner. A podcast! You licked the wall of the red line. I said no balls! <laughs> My mom's a hair dryer. Uh. I wonder how many people thought you got Lyme disease from a lime wire. Can
2: I expense $32 worth of balls and testicles?
1: Would you be interested in selling me photos of your feet? God bless! <laughs> you. How you feeling? I'm all right. We had to redo this because well, I sounded tired and I am tired. Everybody tell you know the day where people tell you that you look tired and you actually are? That's today for me.
2: Well, we didn't redo it an entire podcast. It was like the first it, four or five or six yeah. or seven minutes. And finally Julius just going
1: I was not. I on on stopped microphone. and I go, Hey, I feel like this is low energy. Should we redo it?
2: And my answer was yes. Why 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 are you so sleepy?
1: Well, for some reason, like just lately in general, I've not been able to fall asleep before 4 a.m., which to some people sounds chaotic, but I work nights. So I get home at like 1230 and I usually try to get in bed by two. And then two nights ago, I stayed all the way up till like 6 a.m. And I was like, this is absurd. I have to like bring in some white noise effects now to help myself. Try what, to get what do to you sleep. use
2: for white noise effects?
1: So I did not think I would be able to find this because I was like, I feel like this is really weird that this is such a comforting sound to me. Oh, no. There was a nine hour loop. Of hair dryers on YouTube, (laughs) and I was so comforted. And my phone died overnight because of
2: the loop. Stop! You use uh, the sweet, soothing sounds of a hair dryer to fall asleep.
1: I love. Yeah, it's such a comforting noise. And for me, though, it's like it's definitely uh, psychological because my mom's a hair dryer, so I would grow up with like what.
2: (laughs) <laughs> what, what were you trying to say <laughs> were you trying to say hairdresser yeah I'm
1: so tired <laughs> I just pictured my mom's face on a dryer.
2: <laughs>
1: my mom's a, my mom's a hairdresser so I grew up with her uh, doing people's hair like my whole life in our house too. Cause like she, I mean, she worked at a salon, but like, of course, if you know where you get the kitchen discount, I feel like people whose moms aren't hairdressers would agree though. Any girl who's gotten her hair done, it's warm. It's got a good sound. You don't have to hear people talk. You close your eyes. It's very comforting. So anyways.
2: Out of all the noises though on the planet, and there's a lot of noises on the planet. I've checked. There's like 20 or 22 noises or something like that on the planet. And out of all of them, you pick a hairdryer. Why not like a jet engine? or well, jet engines are scary. Oh, and a hairdryer. Isn't chase your cat around with the hairdryer. Let, t- let me tell me how ludicrous <laughs> feels about it.
1: <laughs> he doesn't enjoy it. I have done that. <laughs> Anywho, that happened. I couldn't fall asleep. And then last night I was like, Oh, this is going to be great. I'm so tired. I can actually start resetting my body clock and going bed to bed again at two. Something happened. I got a weird message in the middle of the night. Are we on- going to talk about this. I don't know because I don't know if he's going to murder me or not. And I still haven't answered him. All right. Well, what do you think? Do you think I should talk about it now? See, you're with me on this.
2: It's a little creepy. I think it's just that. I think it's creepy, but I don't want to push you into doing something you're not comfortable with because I'm a good friend. And I also fear for your safety. And yes, I'll buy you a stun gun or at the very least some nice mace.
1: I did have to, I did get my mace confiscated at the airport.
2: Why'd you bring your mace to the airport?
1: It just was on my keys and I didn't think about no, it. Oh,
2: yeah, that happens.
1: We will talk about it, just not yet because I have to let it die
2: down a little. As in in this episode or just at some point in the future?
1: At some point in the future. It's definitely great content and we will for sure come back to what happened. And when you hear what happened, you're going to be like, oh, that's kind of common. But when you hear why I'm so freaked out, you'll be like, oh, I feel you.
2: Wow, if that's not a tease, to listen to every speaker's corner <laughs> the podcast ever.
1: comes back up.
2: <laughs> listen to every minute to find the exciting conclusion. Uh,
1: of what he must have said in your DMs.
2: Don't get murdered. Okay.
1: I'm tr- I'm, you know what? I spend a lot of my life trying to just stay outside of that. I'm
2: serious. I'm the one that's supposed to die first on this podcast, not you. So let's make sure it stays that way, okay? Sure. All right.
1: Even Todd, our boss, told me I looked tired today when I walked in. And I was just waiting for him to make a comment to me about eating balls.
2: <laughs> All right. So if you missed it last week, <laughs> Truth and Air Thursday uh, is this thing. It's Julia's favorite game on the on the planet. And whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa!
1: Don't say it like that. We work in radio. We don't work at an office. It's just good content.
2: Yeah. Nobody likes to play it around here because. But tons of people like to
1: watch it. So let's
2: do it for the people. There's well, tons of people.
1: I get messages about it all the time. Yeah, it's
2: such a small group of people that are just into your psychotic ways. Basically, long story short, with Truth or Dare Wars last Thursday, uh, it was my turn to dare someone. I dared Julia because she loves this game so much. And the dare was I would just buy her dinner and she just had to eat whatever showed up. And what that was ended up being lamb intestines and lamb testicles. And after she was informed that she just ate testicles, she shouted out at the top of her lungs, I
0: said no balls.
2: (laughs) So two postscripts to that story. Number one, I walked into Todd's office. Todd, the same boss that said, you're tired today. Our big, big boss. He's a program director. He's over all these stations here in Chicago. I walked into his office and he was on vacation last weekend. No idea that you're just eating balls and intestines in the B96 studio for the internet. And I walk into his office and said, "Hey, can I can I expense thirty two dollars worth of balls and testicles uh, on the? Can I expense it and get my money back for that?" And he said, "Yes." Didn't ask any other questions. No follow up questions. No. Hey, who was eating the balls? It was none of that. It was just yes. So I came in here, I submitted the receipt, Todd approved it within ten minutes, and some guy in Philadelphia probably wearing a suit went ahead and approved it, and now I'm getting paid thirty two dollars before your balls and testicles. That
1: is an absurd amount of money for those. Like, I feel like they ran you on like the delivery
2: stuff. i right, paying for it. Intercom is the well, Here's the thing. So here's why uh, we kind of got railroaded on the costs. Uh, like the, cause it was from the Xi'an cuisine in uh, Chinatown. The intestines were $8. The testicles, quite a bargain, only five bucks. Whew. Yeah. How, do they taste $5 worth?
1: Is that mean they didn't taste good? Then yes. Oh,
2: But then, so that's $13. Then there was a $5.99 delivery fee. It's very expensive. They're delicate testicles. So you got to use extra care. So it's very expensive. A $5.49 service fee, $2.82 worth of sales tax and a $5.46 tip. The weird part about all this is-
1: You tipped them really well.
2: It was like, well, it was 20% of the whole thing Uh or 18% of the whole thing. Like the the two people that got paid the least on this was the person that made the testicles and the state of Illinois with their sales tax. How crazy is that? But I'm getting paid back for it. Don't you worry.
1: You don't know what that cook makes. You know what I mean? He gets paid by the restaurant, not by DoorDash.
2: I paid $5 for testicles, and I paid the guy that brought me the testicles $5 and change. And I paid Grubhub more than that, and then there was a service fee on top of that. Yeah, but
1: you're not paying the cook. The restaurant's paying the cook. Yeah,
2: okay. So, you know, we
1: really want to break it down.
2: Second postscript to that is last week on this podcast, Julia, (laughs) after she screamed, I said no balls, really loud. We were joking that it would be funny if it turned itself into some sort of uh, Skrillex breakdown. Yeah. Right?
1: Because it sounds like that little girl that goes, Yes, oh my God.
2: Well, you're in luck, Julia. We gave all of the uh all the audio to Josh R who produces this podcast. Yes. And he also came up with this little nugget just for you. I
1: can't wait. It'll be
2: available on iTunes everywhere soon. Doubt it, but maybe you never know. Truth are there, they
1: there. It has to be
2: dare. <laughs> <laughs> Will you let me buy you dinner? dinner. 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 What? I'll have You don't even have to go anywhere.
0: I think she's going to love it.
2: I'm such a good friend. She's going to love it. What was that? Lamb testicles and sliced marinated lamb intestine. <laughs> I said no God.
1: That. I said no for dare dance to be dare
2: will you want me buying dinner what I'll deliver you don't have to go anywhere I think she's gonna love it I'm such a good kiss she's gonna love it what was that
0: testicles, and sliced marinated lamb intestine.
2: I
1: said no balls!
2: You watch the news, Julia? No. Have you heard about the coronavirus?
1: Yes, because I thought I had it. <laughs> Have you been to China? Uh, no, but they got brought here to Chicago.
2: No, one person has it in like Hoffman Estates. It's like literally one of that person is quarantined.
1: I went to Hoffman Estates in July.
2: You don't have the coronavirus. You're just fine. Come in.
1: in Come in.
2: He his head in and just left. He heard coronavirus as he was opening up the door. He's like, nope. Probably doesn't even know what it is. Uh, Coronavirus, uh, there's like a thousand people that have it. So like your odds of getting it are minuscule.
1: Pretty good.
2: No, it's like (laughs) minuscule. It's tiny. A thousand people. There's over a billion people in China.
1: Right. But like, we don't know where the one person in Hoffman Estates has been. And I was reading up on it and it onsets like a cold. And then like a couple days later, it feels like a flu and then it just doesn't go away for weeks. So you go to the doctors like, hey, help. I have the flu forever. And they're like, no, actually, you have coronavirus. So there could be people in that in between state right now that are like, do I have a cold? Do I have a flu? And we're like, no, bitch, you have coronavirus. You live in Chicago. You licked the wall of the red line that that guy in Hoffman Estates also licked.
2: It's a very oddly specific way to get the coronavirus. But also, slightly an embarrassing way to get the coronavirus.
1: Licking the wall of the red line? Haven't you accidentally licked anything ever?
2: Yeah. Yes, actually, (laughs) come to think of it. Like,
1: have you ever just hit something with your face and you're like, oh shit, I accidentally just
2: licked that. (laughs) (laughs) What was the last thing you accidentally licked? Probably a
1: microphone. Yeah. Not like one of these and not at a time I can remember, but I know there's no way I for sure haven't done that. And that would be the object.
2: Remember last year in Truth or Dare Wars, I made Kenzie lick the microphone, the microphone that we're talking
1: about. That's so
2: gross. Oh, that's gross? Yeah, for sure. That's gross. You ate testicles and intestines.
1: Okay. Well, at least they weren't. Carrying anything, I would rather eat balls than like a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> is
2: that the title of this podcast? Might be <laughs> uh, the 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 Corona thing. Corona beer virus searches suddenly spike on Google after deadly coronavirus outbreak. So what's happening is. People are going to Google. They're hearing coronavirus, and these people, without knowing what's really happening, are typing in the phrases "coronavirus beer" and "virus corona beer," thinking that if they're drinking Corona beer, that they're going to get the coronavirus. <laughs>
1: well, that doesn't surprise me. People are really stupid. Like people are really stupid. There's
2: look at the spike. Look how big that spike is beginning at the first week of January. That's January twelfth to the eighteenth. Look zero 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 zero. Wee. These searches are primarily coming from Australia, India, Canada, and America. Um, To be crystal clear, and we can't, this is what the story says, to be crystal clear, and we can't even quite believe this might need explaining, there is absolutely zero connection between Corona beer and this deadly virus.
1: I wonder how many people thought you got Lyme disease from a Lyme wire.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What's the worst disease you've ever had that you can talk about?
1: I I can talk about all of them. I haven't had anything terrible. Got it. I don't want to jinx myself. Probably the chicken pox. Like, I don't know. I can't think of like anything like crazy.
2: And you survived? so brave. I
1: did a lot of puzzles and I watched the movie Clue so a lot. I was seven.
2: You're a survivor. Thanks.
1: No, I just yeah. can't think of anything else. I mean, I had to get my gallbladder taken out when I was 15. That Whoa. was pretty intense. Yeah, but that wasn't a disease.
2: I had dengue fever once. The
1: fuck is that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Apparently, I got it from running around Thailand. Apparently, a mosquito gave it to me.
1: What, is, what does it include?
2: It includes just 24 hours of just being completely b- b- curled up in the fetal position in my instance, Christmas Eve. And I was just f- 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 in like the worst sweats and like just things exiting every orifice and it was brutal.
1: The scariest thing is you probably don't know what's happening.
2: I kind of had an idea because my friend also got it as well. Oh. Uh, the third person that was with us was my brother. He was fine. Um, but yeah, we had apparently we got it right before we got, I started feeling bad as I was landing back on the plane. So apparently I got it like the last night we were there and we kind of went straight to the airport. It was one of those nights in Bangkok. We're out to like four in the morning, 6 a.m. flight, start flying back. And then I start to land. I'm like, man, I don't feel good at all. And then it just got worse and worse and worse. And before you know it, boom, Christmas Eve, curled up in the fetal position. I can't recommend dengue fever.
1: I never even heard about it up until yeah, now. It's a fun one. No, I can't think of anything else. I've had. I get sick easily, though. Like I, I have a weak immune. Is that system. why you're worried
2: about the coronavirus?
1: Yeah, slightly. Say, for instance, I was in a room with Hoffman Estates person. Like, if they coughed on me, like you know how you sometimes get it if somebody sneezes in your direction, you think like you're I gonna would be always one that's gonna get it. Get yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And I didn't get the flu shot this year, which obviously doesn't protect against coronavirus, but like it, it has me a little bit on edge.
2: I just got the flu shot the other day. Hooray, me! Did you? I I never get the flu. I never had the flu when I wasn't getting the flu shot. Well.
1: I used to just get it yearly if they came to my old radio station because like we endorsed the place that it was, a, it was a Kroger. So we did endorsements for Kroger. So like they would give us shots and it would be, you'd be like, go get your flu shot at Kroger. They would come through and give us the shots. So I would just automatically get it. And then this year I didn't, but I always would get sick after I got the shot. So I was just like, eh, I don't care if I do. I don't care if I don't. Do
2: you remember when the doctors got mad at us for something that Gabe and Nina said? you remember that? They were talking about the flu shot. It was like in the fall, early in the fall. And either Gabe or Nina, I'm not sure which one, alluded to the fact that somehow you even, you get sick from the flu shot or something like that. And a bunch of doctors got really pissed. Do you not remember any of this? They were lighting up our Twitter, just like yelling at us about being ignorant. And finally for once, because you know, we kind of fire back at the trolls and the people that know it all. This is finally a group of people educated medical doctors that we couldn't just respond back in some ridiculous way because they're way smarter than any of us at work here that's fair we are big dumb idiots
0: (laughs) (laughs) Spanky's Corner
2: a podcast do you remember like 10 minutes ago on this podcast? We we're talking about
1: <laughs> <laughs> how, you know, episodes away. I'm going to reveal what happened to me earlier this week and why I was so scared and almost called the police.
2: We, uh, we, we did the first two segments yesterday. Today's a whole new different day. There's some things that have happened. So Julia's ready to, to tell her story. I'm ready to be, I'm ready to be brave. She's ready to come out. Like she's jumping on the Oprah show. Something well, the the-
1: that made me feel better about this was okay. Last two nights ago. I got asked for something I'm about to tell you about. And everybody I talked to about it made me feel like I was crazy. Like, I know that asking for pictures of your feet is normalized now.
2: So you just give away exactly what happened.
1: Exactly. (laughs) But I know that being asked for foot pictures is like becoming more normal in society or Mm. just like more women are being asked. So like when I was getting scared about why this
2: was. You got to tell the story now. Because I'm just
1: saying a lot of people are acting like I was a prude scaredy cat. And this is why.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And this is your story. And this is
1: my story. (laughs) I think it's significantly less scary to be asked for foot pictures when it's somebody you don't know. But somebody I knew messaged me like over the weekend and said, hey, I got a weird question for you. And I don't it's not a friend, but it's somebody I know. It's an acquaintance. And I've exchanged messages with them before just about like work related things. So I said, sure. Who is someone in the biz? Not someone in the
2: biz, Todd but. Todd Kavanaugh. Hello. We're talking about feet. Talking about uh, feet. You want to come you in? Oh, okay. Bye. That was our big boss, Todd. He never comes in for everything. Do you notice how he kind of poked his head in? He was like, can I come in here? And we're like, yeah, you run this place. You can do whatever you want. <laughs>
1: Everybody always asks, acts like so scared when they walk in on us recording an episode. They think that we're immediately going to put them on the spot and ask them about why they are the way they are now based on their childhood.
2: Which we were. We were, we were two, <laughs> two seconds away. If Todd would have hung around, he wasn't with that sales rep. We would have come in and he had him sit down and talk about your feet problem. He, and
1: he loves this story. Yeah. Um. So it's from somebody I knew that asked. And uh, he said, hey, I got a weird question. I didn't hear back from him for days. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, And then... It was Tuesday night at 1230 in the morning. So this is when I get off of work. I saw the notification come through on my home screen. And it was like one of those where it like just shows you what it is. So you don't have to open it. So he hasn't seen I read it yet. So I screenshot it because I was like, oh, this is great content. Because he literally said almost immediately after that. Read,
2: read it word for word.
1: You wouldn't sell me pictures of your feet, would you?
2: Hmm. Proper so, punctuation, the whole thing.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. Wow. And then I, at that point, I was just kind of humored by it, and I saw the name come through, and I was like, "Wait, who?" Oh, and I got home, and then he got more. He sent even more messages. It took me two days to build up the courage to ask you. First of all, you're not asking me to winter formal. Why did it take you two days to build up the court courage?
2: Uh, because I think it takes a lot more courage. Because, like you said earlier, you were more prude about the whole foot thing to be. So yeah, so a lot of people are like that. So yeah, and if the feats are your thing.
1: I just I the courage line is what took me out like like (laughs) and and I think that's what made the situation more scary because he's been imagining this situation in his day in his mind for days now. I feel like I was promposed to for photos of my feet because (laughs) he had been thinking about this. He's been cooking this up.
2: Why you? Why do you think he likes your feet?
1: I don't know
2: there was nothing up until that point where there was no hint of hitting on you. No hint of uh-uh. no, nothing. Nothing. Like just that. a true blue out of nowhere. I want to see your feces.
1: Yeah. And that's what's, it sounded like feces. and that
2: kinda- <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different fetish.
1: That is a whole different fetish. <laughs>
2: that's what's going to come next. And don't that's, worry.
1: That's what, well, so what scared me about it was that like, okay, this guy's been planning this for days. It's somebody that I know. Like if it was somebody willy nilly with like a fake Instagram account, in my message requests that I don't know from, say, Timbuktu, then fine. Like, that's just a weirdo. But this is somebody that I know, so it made me feel, like, more personalized about it. So I'm like, what's going to happen if I don't send him these feet photos. And secondly, I cannot just block him because he's going to know. He's going to know that he crossed a line. And then what's the next step? Now that he's emotionally attached to it and he's thought for two days, I want to ask for these feet photos. Everybody right now listening is thinking, Julia's nuts and thinks way too into these things. You're correct. I watch a lot of ID channel. I lead a, I read a lot of psychology today.
2: <laughs> and what time of night was this? It 1230? was 1230. And so okay. like
1: all these ideas are just stewing so you're in you like my alone head. at home. Right. Alone at home, I live in kind of a scary neighborhood.
2: It's a lovely neighborhood. There's um, trees and shit. So
1: then he sends me a third message. Mm. Well, if you decide that you would do it, I'll pay you well, and I'll send you the money first so you know that I'm not ripping you There's off. money. There's money involved. So which...
2: these were three straight messages without you replying.
1: Yes, but like the thing that scared me, too, is so the first message came through at 12.35 a.m. The second message came through at 105 a.m. The third message came through at 1.40 a.m. So, like, he's been sitting there now in front of his laptop just waiting. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to ignore these messages tonight. Like, if I don't answer, like, that's nothing to him. I get home. I sit on my couch. I open my laptop. And my laptop pose me right out. It opens up Facebook. And because his message was sitting there at the bottom of my screen, the whole thing flipped open. And now all the messages are. Read. So now
2: he sees that. So Now can, he sees that it.
1: I read and I don't <laughs> know what to say back. I can't, I can I can't reply to these back on my own because now this is going to turn into a conversation. He knows I'm there. Um, so I don't respond, but he sees that I read him. So now he goes back into my photo and starts liking pictures of my feet from 2015, oh! not bare feet, but in sandals to where you can, it's a slutty, it's a slutty pick of my feet. I'm giving you a, a, a foot Ow! preview. It's a nice little foot preview. You can see them through the
2: holes. So now he's digging deep into your,
1: any pick where you can kind of see them in heels and sandals,
2: even just a little glimpse, a little foot cleavage.
1: Yeah. Feevage. <laughs> And uh, so I'm just like, I'm building this up in my head. It's definitely getting way scarier to me because it's at night. But I was telling my friend Tom about it yesterday. And he was like, no, I understand why you were afraid. It's somebody you know. If it wasn't somebody that it was somebody, some stranger, it would just be funny. You would block them. You would let it go. But like now you can't just block this person, you know? So I'm like, okay, I am just gonna put this aside and go to bed and I'll deal with this tomorrow.
2: I'm going to sleep on it. I'm going to figure out how much money I actually want for pictures of my feet. <laughs> I'm going to wake up. I'm going to tackle that on a new day.
1: So next day I come in and I'm like, I want to reply to this when I feel safe and I have people around me. So I get to it the next night and Julian Jump, and Perez no. next door comes over, you know, cause we were back and forth all night between our shows. And I was like, Hey, will you stand right here while I answer this message? <laughs>
2: Wait, wait. why do you have to stand next to you while you're sending a message through the internet?
1: Because I know that this guy is going to respond immediately and I just need someone there to like comfort my reaction.
2: Okay. All right. I was like, he's not going to jump out of the building like a, like a foot ninja.
1: I, I know, but I just like, like every time I get a message from this guy, my immediate response has been, (laughs) okay, sorry. So i asked sonic. shane about oh, it Sonic's earlier here. and shane goes you should respond oh that's so sweet but you know what it's not really my thing i'm like we're not saying all oh, that's so sweet
2: sonic like, have you heard the story sonic just came walking in you
1: you know my my foot story right
2: about the feet pictures yeah what would your response have been if someone asked for feet pictures yeah but
1: it was somebody that you know and it's like a little it's a, it's a little creepy there. a hitting. little too close
2: to home. i would say no
1: I yeah, but, like, how would you say no? What would your, like, written response be? Just be
2: like, LOL, you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know. That is how you would respond.
2: <laughs> do, you, do you have a thing for feet? No. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate some very, you know, yeah. some nice when feet. They take,
1: when people groom their feet and take care of yeah. them.
2: Yeah. Okay, bye. I said— oh, That was it? All right, man. Good. Thanks for contributing.
1: <laughs> I responded with, hey! Exclamation point. Sorry, that's not my thing, but thanks anyway! <laughs> exclamation point. So nice, I'm so nice and friendly. <laughs> don't kill me. And then he responded with immediately. I knew he was going to immediately respond. I feel like he sat there since the night before, just waiting. Like didn't even let a minute go by, and said, "Not even for fifty dollars."
2: Whoa, we got a dollar figure. A cool,
1: fifty dollars. All right.
2: So is that fifty dollars total for both feet? Like I don't what think we it's per-
1: I don't think it's a per terti unit.
2: It's five dollars a toe. That's reasonable. I,
1: I still don't think that's a good price.
2: You don't think so? Not, wh- for, which, not for these boys. Wh- not wh- for which, these dogs. What's your counter offer?
1: <laughs> I didn't counter offer. Oh. <laughs> and then I said, yeah, sorry, not my thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And then he responds again, and he goes, if that, if not, that's cool, but I will pay well if it makes a difference. And I wanted to be like, well, that's not exactly well. I, when you said you were going to pay a lot in the beginning, I was thinking in the hundies.
2: But now he's, he's already negotiating against himself. Rule number one in negotiating, you don't negotiate against himself. You've got him backed into the corner. So therefore, he's already like, well, I'll pay you well.
1: I said, hey, again, no. And he goes, what if I upped the price? And I was like, well, what do I say usually? This is going to sound bad, but like, you know, when you're walking down the street and this is, I don't do this to every single one. I've given money to the homeless, but sometimes you get that really aggressive one and you don't have cash on you, but they're like, they're following you now. And what do you do to get them to like, to, to stop?
2: Like what phrase or what words?
1: So I hit him. Oh boy. With a, yeah, sorry. Not today. God bless. (laughs) God bless and you know what he goes okay thanks anyway end of story he goes okay thanks anyway you guys god bless in 2020 we are taking it to the bars we are taking it to the dating apps take god bless more for a spin i'm saying beyond when you're when you're when you're trying to get away from aggressive people on the streets
2: whether you're religious or not
1: whether you're religious or not, because it always works. I don't know what it is. It's the power of the Lord is what it is. What it is, it's what it is.
2: Just throw out a solid GB and all your problems will go away. Oh
1: my God, GB saves the day. And I, you know what? I don't even feel scared anymore. Really? My thought was... <laughs> If he gets more aggressive, I might have to block him. But he responded friendly, and I don't think I have to do that. If you'd like to hit me up about more radio questions again, fine.
2: He seems just like... We'll a, act like it never happened. He seems just like a nice guy that's got a thing for feet. Just, just
1: trying to get at the feet. I get it. Everyone's got their thing.
2: All right. A couple follow-up questions from my end, if I may.
1: It's not like he's an earlobe guy.
2: Oh, Would that be weirder?
1: What the what those lobes do. Yeah, for sure.
2: It's a couple follow-up questions. Number one, would there have been a price they would have thrown at you where you would have said yes?
1: If he would have said like 300, I would have been like, uh, uh, look, I would have been like, I would have Googled feet. I don't think I would have said, I, cause I have a, I have a tattoo on one of my foot feets uh, feet. Yeah. and I, you know what? We're just, we're not going to give away the value. This is a decorated one. <laughs> Oh, maybe that should be my higher priced one.
2: So okay, so like three hundred dollars for the non-tattooed foot. I didn't know you had a tattoo on your foot. This is new information. It's I a
1: stupid ass one I got when I was eighteen. What it doesn't it? come out. What? We're not
2: talking about. Go come on, <laughs> no, you can't. No. You can't bring it up, uh, especially if you're going to be selling uh, it on uh, the uh, internet.
1: Uh, exactly. We can't. We can't talk is about it what something. It is. is
2: this something like? Is it like a rose or a dolphin? It's a stupid quote. It's, oh, it's a
1: quote. Uh, even better. I've got. I've got a lot of quote tattoos that are really bad.
2: How many tattoos do you have? Six. Wow, and they're all quotes. There, there's
1: a lot of words. We had a word on my foot.
2: It's a word? Two words. Two words. Is it God bless?
1: It's, <laughs> oh my God. I should get it covered up with that. And what's worse about the quote is the font. I was, I'm was. i not proud of it.
2: How old were you when you got that tattoo?
1: Uh, Like 18. Okay. Um, All right.
2: Well, we'll circle back to that another time. There's going to be a way we figure out what's on your feet.
1: Some, that's not even the worst tat.
2: You have worse ones than that?
1: I got a really bad one on my back. I got a really real bad one on my side. And they're, they're all quotes.
2: Hmm. Well, you know, inspiration. Every day when you wake up. It,
1: everything's inspiring. So there is this website, though, uh, that I heard about on a different podcast.
2: There's, <laughs> other, there's other podcasts? Yeah. Wow.
1: And it's got like 10,000 members in it. And so these will just be like girls like firing off questions for advice from other women. And I'm just, I'm honestly, I don't post any of her, but I'll read the advice of some of these because it's good content for my show. And so somebody did ask like, how does one actually go about selling photos of their feed? Because like I could use some extra money. And so some girl has done it. And I thought this was interesting. So this is how you actually go about selling pictures of your feed. If any of our listeners are interested, (laughs) she goes, you make a Twitter account you use lots of hashtags fake email and something to transfer the money venmo cash app paypal you use a fake names never give out your info you can make a shit ton of money and you can also make an amazon wish list and then they can buy you stuff on it without giving your address out by sending it to a po box so also like you don't have to just take straight cash like if i want my new immersion blender all (laughs) it costs you is one tootsie
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right how much is that blender
1: I don't know, like maybe like a couple like if I want like a real nice one, like a ninja. Yeah, okay. Ninjas are in the hundreds.
2: Your dream blender, how much do you think it would cost?
1: Like five hundred. All
2: right. So what happens if you responded back to Footsie Guy and said, yo, yeah, Amazon wishlist, I got this dream blender of mine. You got some dream feats. Let's make a deal between two consenting grown up adults.
1: I mean, whatever. You know, there's so there's also this website I heard about and it's called E Band. And eBand is where you can go to sell things. Like And it's not just like used panties, like it's not, you know, because obviously people have been into those for some time, but you could sell like I was reading something on here that a girl got really into the business beyond her feet. And a guy asked for a video of her stomach, like making noises after she ate food while she was digesting. That was what he was into.
2: Wow. That's a thing. That's a very oddly specific fetish.
1: I know, and you're making her work, so I feel like that price could be pretty high.
2: No, did you know about these before the other day, or this is some research you just did within the last forty eight hours when you couldn't sleep? Right?
1: No, I actually like read this before I got the foot message, and I was like, oh my god, my time has come. Like I, I was feeling a little left out because so it seems like so many people <laughs> have gotten asked, and I was like, you know what, my feet are like. I actually I do have some nice feet, like they're uh-huh. cute and petite. Now I feel included, but like if it it would have been better if it wasn't somebody I knew. That's all I'm going to say.
2: Another follow-up question. Do you sure. think Josh, your boyfriend, would be upset if you started selling pictures of your feet on the internet? No. He would be he would be down for it?
1: He'd be like, let's go to the aquarium with this new money. <laughs> we talked about going to the aquarium last night.
2: <laughs> so so are you going to jump on this E-band? No. E-what? How do you say E-B-A-
1: E-B-A- And I mean, it's not just... So I was looking for it, and some men want to buy your old purses. Like, sure, I'm just going to throw it out anyway. Some men want to buy like old shoes. Like if it's just stuff you're going to get rid of, why not sell it to a creepy perv?
2: No, that's a good point. It's an even exchange between people who like pervy things and and people like us that just want to get money.
1: You know what I think that website could be real resourceful for is the lot of like just the one sock I have because like they've gotten lost in laundry and what have you. Like, what are you going to do with just that one remaining sock?
2: I've got a lot of just one sock. Yeah. So do they do stuff for guys too? Are there, are people interested in guy stuff?
1: People are interested in guys. So I don't know what, I don't understand why they wouldn't be interested in their things. I got
2: a lot of socks.
1: Right. Like I think we could start a one sock empire.
2: Mm, Just make money off of it. Yeah. What would we do with our winnings besides the aquarium?
1: Buy really nice shoes that these people will never (laughs) see in your dreams.
2: Bitches. First thing Julie's going to do is cover up her tattoo with God bless. Oh my God. Yeah. No, actually, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll buy some tattoo removal because that is expensive. I need that for five out of my six tattoos.
2: <laughs> it's on her Amazon wish list. If you like to see a picture of her feet, that's <sighs> all you got to do. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. If you buy me tattoo removal, I'll let you look.
2: You're picking up your coat. Are we done?
1: Yeah. I actually
0: have to go back home. Okay. Bye. Be a good human being and subscribe. Rate. Review the mess you just heard. Thanks.